W.E. Crew, Dan O'Mac, Big Kaz, Jaybird, and your host, Brokowski. What up, 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 what up? We are back. We hope you had a great Easter weekend. Some people are lucky enough to have today off. I was not that fortunate. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. We got a great episode for you. <clears throat> today we're going to have Solo on with us. The returning Solo, I should say. He just recently made his return back to wrestling. And uh, we're going to follow that up after the ad read. We're talking about Horror Slam, Death to the Easter Bunny, as myself, Big Haz, and Dan O'Mac attended that over the weekend. <clears throat> but to the star attraction. Like I said, the man made his return to wrestling back on March 25th after a broke freaking neck. He is the anime assault. Solo, solo. Man, how you doing, bro? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, man. Uh, you know, I'm actually glad the warm weather's back. I'm glad I'm back in the ring doing my thing. And, you know, just taking everything one one match at a time. You feel me? Dude, totally, man. We were literally just talking about the weather, too, right before you hopped on. I mean, it is, and I think tomorrow is supposed to be 80, 70s, high 70s the rest of the week. So it's going to keep yeah, no, Hopefully we're finally I'm, in the actual summer. I know, right? Yeah, man. I, I hate the cold weather, and I love the warm weather. I'm, I'm glad it's finally here. Uh, dude, totally agree with you on that one, for sure. But did you have a good uh, Easter weekend? Do anything uh, this past weekend? Uh no, nah, actually, uh, I I went I went to the gym. wasn't feeling too well, uh, so I kind of just chilled at home. But I'm pretty sure I just didn't drink enough water. It was one of those things. <laughs> so not too bad. Uh, I always have a problem with that too. This is what I always say: <laughs> replace water for me is Pepsi. So oh man, <laughs> I'm horrible at drinking water and keeping myself hydrated. I'm usually pretty good at it, but, you know, yesterday, you know, just, just didn't have enough. I feel you, man. You so, can never have enough, really. That's totally true. I mean, they always are saying, I mean, it's a commercial now, I'm pretty sure, to stay hydrated. <laughs> they got apps for it, so it's definitely got to be a, a healthy thing for you. <laughs> and some sweetest water, you know what I'm saying? That's, there we <laughs> go, there we go. Put down a Pepsi, put up the water. Keeping it nice and fresh today. So we're going to go right into it. Uh, Solo, March 25th was your return to wrestling. You uh, suffered a horrible neck injury. <clears throat> and how long was your actual time that you were off for? So altogether, I want to say it was a collective of I want to say seven months and three weeks all together from, from injury to getting back in. 
Man, that's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. And one thing that I've always wondered was what was some of the things that you had to go through in order to get back in the ring? Um, surgeries or and um, what was the physical therapy like afterwards? Well, so so to to give like a like a good image of like what was going on is um, so m- most people think I just broke my neck, but that actually was not the case. What 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 it was is I had a degenerating disc in my neck that got a from from a slam that the the disc was a like compressed and got compressed into my spinal cord, which caused uh my spinal cord to be compressed as well. And it started affected, affecting my hands and feet and my nerves and my uh, movement overall, just in, in overall pain as well. Like my fingers and toes, hands and feet were getting progressively numb. And uh, I had significantly less mobility in my neck, in my head. And I, I, I'm sure you could tell that like, affected many other aspects of my everyday life. So I had to go in and get surgery, which was probably, I want to say, uh, three weeks or a month after uh, injury, because uh, we had to figure out what exactly what was wrong and all that stuff like that. And a couple tests here, a couple tests there, we finally figured out what it was. And uh, unfortunately, the my body was fighting the injury properly, but because the injury was what it was, uh, it was only going to get worse unless I we they went in there and fixed the problem. So after surgery, luckily to my surprise, I didn't have to do any physical therapy, and. What, what they gave me, it's, it's kind of cool and kind of silly at the same time, is they recommend I did this bone simulator treatment, which is pretty much, actually, I have, I have it right here. It's done, but uh, I pretty much had to wear this big giant thing on my neck for at least four hours a day. And pretty much what it did was, supposedly it sends like, like waves to your to your bones that are healing and helps them grow faster. So pretty much, that's pretty much what that is. But I didn't have to do any physical therapy. I just had to do that treatment every day until the machine pretty much stopped working. Dude, that's and honestly absolutely crazy. <clears throat> yeah, it was. It's like the, the whole time I wear it, I'm just like, it doesn't feel like anything, but like you can hear like the ticking from it. So it's like I hope this thing is working because <laughs> it seemed pretty experimental, but you know it was pain. Well, that aspect of it was was painless. It was just you know annoying to have to do every day. But um, but most of it was like a lot of rest, obviously from like having your neck cut open and your your parts rearranged. That that's pretty traumatic for your body. So it. What I was told by the doctor is it was a two-month recovery of of the uh, post-surgery of the neck and then another two months of uh, inactivity from anything after I got uh, my brace off. 
And then, uh, so we go, we go back and forth to the doctor, all that stuff. And, um, so eventually, like, once I'm able to get more mobility in my neck, I start feeling the same way as I did before. They, uh, I, I asked my doctor, like, what's the possibility of me getting back in the ring? Because it was a possibility of me actually, like, not wrestling again because of the weight of the injury recommended by my doctor in fact his words verbatim was you should probably get a desk job Mm. yeah and i didn't take that too well obviously but um but two months later after surgery he goes yeah uh, he's done this surgery many times and to athletes that do extreme sports not exactly pro wrestling but things like combat sports snowboarding all that stuff and they do continue to go do the sport that they did before. So he told me that if I was feeling up to it, I could, I can go wrestle. But so, so past that four months is January. He, he actually cleared me then to wrestle, but he recommended that I took another four months to uh, get my body right, uh, get reconditioned, which I actually really needed because uh, once I started going back, working out, being doing all the athletic moves I still do, uh, it, it was kind of like riding a bike. You know how you kind of fall off and you feel some pain, but you keep getting back on that bike, you know? And it was a slow process, but eventually – I got back to how I was, and here I am, back in the ring again. Dude, that's crazy. So in January, when you got cleared, were you still wearing the neck brace? Because when me, I think it was at Combat One with me and dancing you, that was in December, and you still were rocking the neck brace. So, yeah, so definitely, like, a while after I got my surgery, I was, like, pretty scared of most things, like, I was definitely still scared of people bumping into me, me slipping and falling, even though the doctor said it was okay, that obviously there was still some discomfort and anxiety of being around, like just being out in the world in general, because, you know, there's so many dangers out there, not even like, like outside of wrestling itself. Like in my brain, it's like any, anything could send me right back to where I was four months ago. So when I when I went out in public, I I wore the neck brace just to be safe, just because you know, I, I don't trust other people to be as cautious as I am. No, I totally agree, man. That was definitely a smart decision for sure. I mean, how I can't tell you how many times I fall just going down my own steps to go to work every day. Oh yeah, morning. I know, right? <laughs> and, and and you know those those wrestling shows they get real rowdy at times. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. And Combat 1, man, that place gets cram-packed tight, too. Yeah, I know. A I, lot, I think, lot of people. I think I uh, I went to their second show ever. Yeah, and that one was packed as well. Yeah, so, that yeah, was... I definitely uh, had my neck brace on then. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, December 28th, because you were there for the Mr. Anderson seminar, I believe. you, you uh, uh, I actually did... came shortly after. Okay, uh, so you came... And we talked a little bit, and yeah, you had a neck brace on. You weren't sure then what was going to happen. And you were talking about how um, 
being very cautious when you're out in public and, and everything. So going from that, when you were still talking about being cautious to return to the ring, that's awesome. Yeah, thank you. E even now, I still try my best to be cautious, especially like uh, when I was being uh, reintroducing introducing myself into the ring because uh, uh, a big shout out to KJ Reynolds. He actually did a lot of help with me, like retraining myself doing in-ring work as well as like doing like in the gym stuff. Like he helped me get my movements back my agility back, helped me knock that ring rust off. He'd, he'd, he'd come to school with me. He doesn't live very far, but, you know, I really appreciate it that he took the time out to really help me out. Hell yeah, that's dope. I still can't get my mind over the fact of that back, that, like, the uh, the, the massager thing that you put on the vibrator. Oh, the this? It, 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 it massages it? nothing. It massages nothing. It's really no, just like, like, like it just weight, feels like nothing. That's what it looks like. Like to me, it looks like it could be like a nice neck massager. You could prop up on it, bro. And 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 to make it worse, that like since it's like radioish waves, I couldn't wear headphones. Like I couldn't like use Blue, no like Bluetooth other tech. Anything. Yeah, nothing Bluetooth near it, or it make this like loud ticking sound. It's annoying. <laughs> That's nuts. For four hours, for four hours a day. <laughs> wow. Science, man, it's crazy. <laughs> I know, right? You got any hardware in your neck or? Uh, so yes, I do. Um, uh, well, if you can see, I have the cut right here. They went through the front surprisingly, but uh, yeah, so I did have a fusion done uh, as well as a decompression. So I, I have a single level fusion and they put I want to say maybe I want to say two screws in there and like a plate that held the the fusion together. So yeah, I got a little bit of hardware. No, I can definitely tell like that that's cool as shit. Um so from the time that you got hurt to the time the doctors cleared you to uh, actually like, okay, you can, you know, start getting back in and training. How long of a time frame was that? Like, like, uh, from, from surgery or like from, from like, yeah, from, the from, rain, uh, from, the rain, from where to the, the doc was like, you're good to go. Oh, okay. So, um, what was that? January, February, March. So I, I was, uh, he recommended I wait another three months which would be april but he said if i felt good enough i could go so so what i did is i uh pretty much held off until like i got the closest to april and then um mikey zero actually uh uh presented me with the opportunity to, to work with uncle chase for his last match at mcpw and uh and uh I had been wanting to uh, work with Chase for a while. We had worked a tag team with each other and Mr. Chainsaw before I was uh, injured. So I thought that would, be, would have been a good note to come back on, being able to work with my old partner and uh, being able to start off in the place where I, I ended up. <laughs> 
and who's well, a veteran that you know that he's going to take care of you that first time back in the ring. Exactly. And actually, so yeah, it, oh, it was it, it was it was it was a long three three months, but you know it was. But I don't know the. It was worth it. It was. I think it was a good, like disciplinary and and uh, perseverance experience for me, especially. But you know, I'm glad to be back. Oh yeah, I can imagine the emotions that you were going through with the the buildup just coming up to to the 25th. Yeah, I probably didn't take my first bump back till I want to say the second week of March. Before then, it was just uh, cardio, weightlifting, and just you know, uh, in-ring movement practice essentially. We're actually going to toss you over to the bird's nest for a change and throw it in the middle of that episode instead of the end because we figured it'd be a better <laughs> fit right here. <laughs> oh, yeah. So while you're resting, did you watch any cool animes or what uh, What helped I actually, I actually, like, so, so for a while, like, I wasn't comfortable watching wrestling, especially, like, uh, before and shortly after surgery. So I actually caught up on so much anime and like I rewatched, I rewatched some too. Like I finished uh, Attack on Titan, uh, Hunter x Hunter. Oh my God. That anime has probably one of the most satisfying endings out of any anime I've ever watched. <laughs> I agree with that and one. Hunter x Hunter is awesome. I, I went back and watched some, um, some Naruto. Uh, definitely the, the part I most remember is it was actually, uh, do you, do you know the character Rock Lee? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, so in the anime, he gets all of his bones broken and, and, uh, now he has little pieces of spinal shards in his muscles and stuff. And then they tell him that he'll never be able to be a Shinobi ever again, but he perseveres. And he becomes a Shinobi again, even stronger than before. <laughs> so Hell that yeah. actually helped a lot. Like, help me get my mind off things, help pass the time. Uh, I started reading some mangas as well, some One Punch Man, a little bit of Dragon Ball Super, some uh, Demon Slayer. I was all up in that anime stuff during wrestling. It was, it's, I literally had all the time in the world. <laughs> Well, that's awesome, man. I actually, and that's that's another thing you love so much about anime, man. Is that it shows those scenarios like that where people they'll be like, "Oh, you'll never be able to do this ever again." And then it's, it's like, so oh, relatable. Watch me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I also started started watching some oldies too. One I remember most is uh, I started watching watching Yu Yu Hakusho. Haven't finished it, but but it is a uh, it started off hot. I was like, no way, no way the main character dies off rip. No way. That's not how things start. But, you know, they brought it all together and it's, I haven't finished it yet, but it's a really cool anime. I really like it. I've, I've spent hours in my room trying so hard to do my own spirit gun, man. I've, I've oh my spent God. days, just... days just trying so hard. Ah! <laughs> Never got it, though. Never got it. 
I but nah, yeah, I watched I watched so much anime and I got pretty caught up. And now I'm just right right now I'm in a stage where I'm just looking for for different ones to watch. Right. Oh yeah, there's that's a never ending list right there. <laughs> exactly. But um did you do any like uh cooking or anything? Or what was your go to meal while you were resting? So actually, so for the first for the first five days after surgery, I have like had like significant like appetite loss because I had couldn't have solid foods. Oh. I lost I lost a bunch of weight. Um so after the five days where I could eat food, I still really didn't have an appetite. So I kind of just, you know, kind of would eat little things here and there in the house, more or less soups. My aunt was, uh, God bless her. She made me like chicken pot pie soups, lentil soups. So she was the soup lady for a while. So I had a lot of soups, chicken, a lot of rice, a little, little bit of, uh, of fruit of smoothies and protein shakes here and there. So that that's pretty much what my diet really consists of. Okay. Uh, I, I uh, didn't that's... I didn't cook too much, but I cooked enough. <laughs> but my <laughs> parents did that for me. Oh heck yeah, man! That's real nice of them. You gotta love them for that, sure. Um, so you said uh, it took you a minute to start watching wrestling again. When did you uh start picking that up again? So so I, I'd watch, like. I, I I would never watch full shows after my surgery. I'd watch clips of, you know, some of the local stuff. But it took me, I want to say, I didn't watch any, like, full wrestling till about maybe February. Because, you know, all the, the slams and hits, they make me cringe. I think about, like, the uh, the the trauma that these other wrestlers are also putting their bodies through and you know, that, that weighed heavy on my brain a bit. And it also made me kind of like, I, I don't want to say envy them, but it made it made me like feel a certain way that I couldn't do the things that, that I used to do and watch and watching other people do that was, was pretty hard. So I kind of, you know, just like steered away from that from for a little bit. Until like I was able to, to like emotionally, kind of be able to handle that, as while I was gearing up to get back in the ring myself. Okay. Okay. Well, we're glad you're back. That's for sure, man. But uh, I also see it looks like you got got a little mustache and a little goatee going, man. When uh, oh yeah, you to do that, huh? Uh, I don't know. So. Oh, it just kind of, you know, grows in, <laughs> you know, like, uh, like I, I trim it up a little bit, but as you see from my hair, my hair grows super fast. No matter how many times I trim it, like a week or two later, it's back to this. So, <laughs> so, I mean, it'll probably, it'll probably be, I'll probably uh, trim it down a little bit soon, but I don't know. It just kind of has a mind of its own right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. No worries. All right. I'm going to throw you over to big cast then. Yeah, you, you the, talked about getting back in the ring just there. Let's talk about what it felt like and what you were thinking when you finally got that call from Mr. Chainsaw to come up there and go against Uncle Chase. Were you sold right away, or did it take you a minute and you have to sit on that decision? Uh, so it was it was kind of like a mixed emotion almost. Like, 
I was definitely like super glad that even though I wasn't ring ready, that promoters like Mike, Mikey Z and Mike Zero were still thinking about mm -hmm. me and had faith in my abilities. And it was definitely something I wanted to jump at immediately. But like obviously being the circumstances that it was that I had to tell him like, I'd like to do it, but there's a possibility that I will not be able to. So I didn't jump at it right away until like I knew it was ready. But but uh, we stayed in communication. Uh, actually, Mike Zero was one of the ones that checked on me pretty frequently. And uh, I ended up being able to do it. So I did it. When it came down to like March, that's when we kind of sealed the deal. Now let's fast forward. It's day of show. You're up there. You're behind that curtain and your music hits. What What's going through your head at that moment? What emotions? How'd you feel? Uh, so like, I don't know. It's, it's, I'm, I'm sure you hear it, it a lot, but, but like before the curtain is, it's, it's like so much anxiety. It's just like, like, like any other match. Obviously this one was different because it's the first match back. You don't know how the re you'll the crowd will react if they'll remember you or not. Uh, if you're still rusty, there was a lot of things going through my head. I I didn't want it to hurt myself again, and I didn't want to be rusty to the point where I hurt the person I was working with. So before coming out, that was all I was thinking about. I just didn't want to mess up, and I didn't want to heard who I was working with but once I got through the curtain kind of all that went away and everything kind of fell in line and the first match was fun it was safe and I, I was proud to be a part of it how'd that feel to be part of uh, Uncle Chase's last match at Mr. Chainsaw uh it, it was kind of bittersweet you know because um me and Chase had been partners for a better part of, of 2022 at Mr. Chainsaw. And I didn't think I'd find myself uh, um, competing against them so soon, but I had to get one in before Chase left. So it was, it was bittersweet, but I had lots of fun and the crowd received us both especially Chase. I know they're going to miss him up there. I'm going to miss him up there too, but you know, I loved it. It was, I appreciated it a lot that he can, that he was willing to work with the guy who just came off an injury for his last, for his last bout there. Now let's talk about the days after that first match. Were you more into in tune with the recovery part about it now because of your injury than you were before? Uh, definitely. Like I definitely paid attention to how my body was feeling. Uh, I still use the, the Darren McCarty CBD oil, uh, before and after matches. Um, if something's hurting, I definitely like ice it. I still use my roller. I still use this little neck massager here. I definitely pay really close attention to my body now more before than ever. But after after the first match, like I, I was feeling pretty good actually. Like didn't didn't hurt too much. Wasn't 
as tired the next day. I don't know. It was – I'm sure it had to do more with my emotions while I was feeling so good. But, but no, nah, I definitely pay more attention now. No, let's let's go to your second match. When was your second match? So funny, funny story. Um, I actually didn't know I was gonna do that match until the day before. Um, my second match was at FU uh, Wrestling against uh, Ryan Mathias, and originally it was supposed to be um, Sam Bill versus Ryan Mathias. But congratulations, Sam Bill. He had his son, so. Right, so um, Jeremiah uh, hit me up and asked me if I wanted to fill in, and I wasn't too far from the show already, so I figured, why not, you know? I've always wanted to wrestle Ryan Mathias anyway. <laughs> but, um, but I'd say that was, that was a pretty cool one for me because Chase and Ryan, they wrestle both very different styles. From each other, Ryan wrestles more of like a explosive, fast-paced, hard-hitting style, which I think I needed because I needed to definitely like prove myself that I could still wrestle like that because it's very similar to a style I wrestle. And although it definitely, I definitely left that match like hurting a lot more, a lot more tired than before. It showed me like like where my limits are a little bit and what I need to grow upon while I'm getting readjusted to being back in the ring. But it it was a fun one. It was a fun fight for sure, man. We were flying around that thing. He was hitting me hard. I was hitting him hard. It felt it felt like how like what it was before the injury which I really appreciate it. You had two matches so far. What's ahead for you? What's ahead? Um, I mean, I'm taking things one match at a time right now. I don't have very much of anything planned ahead. I'm kind of taking things as they come. I'm like, I'm still, I'm still like figuring out what my limits are, how hard I can go right now. Uh, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to push the pace too far at the moment. I'm just kind of just taking things one match at a time and trying to enjoy it while I have it right now. Because as my injury taught me that all of us are kind of running on borrowed time as far as this wrestling thing goes. Like it's not going to be here forever. Well, we're not going to be able to wrestle forever, but wrestling is always going to be there. So we're all glad you're back. We're excited. Yes, you know, it sounds like you've had some great matches. You're dialed into your recovery. You know what's going on with your body. And we're just, we're happy. We're happy to see you back and up and healthy again, man. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad too. I missed, I missed, especially like you guys at the shows. I miss the boys in the locker room as, as, Tyrus as it is, I miss being on the road with my buddies. I miss the fans. I miss everything that wrestling had to offer. And it feels good to be back around it as a moving part because, like, like, like a lot 
of what it is is just just being a part of it. Like everybody wants to be the champion or whatever, the draw or whatever. All I all I really wanted for eight months was kind of just be a part of the show, be a part of wrestling, be contributing to it somehow to the thing that I appreciate so much. So right now I'm kind of just enjoying it right now. And then all my goals and other things that I'm working towards inside of wrestling will kind of just fall in line for me. Well, all of us have been big fans of you since the very beginning, but hearing your story and hearing what you've had to go through to get back, not only are we big fans of you, I think I can, I can speak for everybody that we respect you so much more for the hard work and dedication you put in just to get back to doing what you love. So when I saw that you've been back, I wanted to reach out to you. I wanted you to give you a platform to come on and tell this story on your recovery and everything. And, and we, we're, we're happy for you. And you're, you're the one in the guy of your career. And we just love seeing that you're back. And if, and, and if you, you need to take time and you don't get back out there as frequently as you were right off the bat, then, you know, we're just happy that you're back and you're uh, doing what you love to do. So hats off to you for, you know, that's a lot to have to go through, especially early on in a career of living your dream of doing what you wanted to do and love. So hats off to you and we respect the hell out of you for what you had to go through to get back. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it a lot, man. And even with my injury being what it was, my goals are still pretty similar. I still, I still want to be the best lightweight on the planet. I still, I still want to work like events like the Monroe cup or proving ground, which I know is coming up. I'd still love to work that. Um, and, you know, I still just want to be, I still just want to be a part, part of wrestling. You know, I want to be in that ring. I want to be making the crowd react. I want to be shaking hands and kissing babies. <laughs> I want, I want to do all that stuff. I'm, I'm ready to work. You're definitely on the right path for it. That's for sure. Especially coming back. And, uh, yeah, like Dan said, your, your story was definitely incredible. We greatly thank you for coming on and telling us a little bit about, you know, what you went through to get back to where you are today, back in the ring wrestling. Um, before we let you go, where can the people find you at? So I am still on Instagram as uh, real underscore solo. Real is spelled R-E-E-L. On uh, on. I want to say I'm still the anime assault on Twitter and I am Solomon Johnson on Facebook. I can definitely verify the Twitter account. That is still your Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, a Twitter guy. Can't you tell? <laughs> I'm, I, I am not a Twitter guy. I probably use Twitter like, like maybe five times. I'm so bad at Twitter. It's, it's, it's stupid. I, I didn't even start using Twitter till the second year I started like wrestling. <laughs> and I still haven't got the hang of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm still figuring out too. I mean, it, it changes every day, especially now, you know, apparently Elon Musk owns it or whatever, and who knows what'll happen. We'll yeah, I'm, I'm for everybody. I'm more of a I'm more of an Instagram. Instagram's simple. 
post post a picture or a video and it all turns into a reel and everybody can see it. <laughs> right. Well, Solo, thank you so much again for coming on and talking to your story about us and giving us an insight into your life and your recovery back to wrestling. We can't wait to see you live wrestle again. The next show we're definitely going to try to be at for sure. I definitely can't wait to see you back in the ring. And uh, I can't wait to see you, man. Thank you so much for coming on. And congratulations for getting back in the ring. Thank you. I appreciate you guys for giving me this platform, man, and giving this platform to others. You're you're always welcome on this show, man. PWE loves you. The show. I love you guys, too. Peace out, bro. See ya. Peace. See you guys in person soon. That's right. Man, that's crazy. That's that's a crazy ass story. Like I, I didn't I didn't think it was gonna be like that. Uh, you know, when someone's injured that, like that, that's crazy. You, you always know there's something that they're going through. But until you hear the story and hear what goes on, I'm I'm sure his closest friends in the business have, have known what's what's going on day to day, but just, you know, when I reached out, I said, hey, would you like to do this? Would you like to have a platform to tell everybody what you had to go through in your on your struggles and his recovery? He's like, yeah. So just to hear that, you know, what he went through, it, it, it becomes more real than we knew he was gone. And when we first saw him, he was wearing a neck brace and hearing that he got hurt, you know, in the ring. So it, it's cool that he did this and, and I appreciate him for that. And he was down for it. So, yeah. Good dude. Absolutely. And when we come back from our ad break, we will talk about Horror Slams, Death to the Easter Bunny. If you're in the Tri-City or Thumb area and you're looking for uh, moving, lawn care, or commercial clean, reach out to Eddie Dillon at Handy Eddie's. You can get a quote at 989-901-1855. Handy Eddie's on Facebook or Eddie Dillon himself. Uh, he's I am Eddie Dillon on, on Instagram. Uh, reach out to him if you're in that area and you're looking for any type of work. Um, if you're looking for graphic design work with quick turnaround times and affordable pricing, reach out to Tony Garrix at Graphics by Garrix. Tony was recently injured in his last match at Horror Slam. Um, he's going to be out of action for a while. So, um, Check out his page. He has some pre-orders for some new shirts coming. Um, he put up his cash app. I believe it was his cash app or PayPal, one of the two. But check out Tony Garrix's page on Facebook. Um, if you're needing any type of help with graphic design work or just want to help, you know, su uh, you know, support somebody who is works really hard and busts his ass. It's two years back now for him in the business. So reach out to Tony Garrix if you need any assistance with that. Brain Jerk Entertainment. You can find them at brainjerk.com. They have several podcasts. Um, find them at Brain Jerk Entertainment Company on Facebook, Brain Jerk Entertainment on all their social media platforms, Twitch, YouTube, you name it. They're there. They're putting on all these great events. There is a White Castle slider crave case uh, eating competition at Maybe Days in May. And um, our guy from Combat One, the ambassador, Roy Williams, is is, is going in that one. So uh, shout out to Roy. But, yeah, Brain Jerk Entertainment at brainjerk.com. Become one with Combat One Wrestling, May 5th, 
Friday, Cinco de Mayo, uh, join Combat One at the Elite Sportsplex in Waterford Township for Combat Uno, a Cinco de Mayo celebration. They've announced Laredo Kid versus Black Taurus. Um, they've also announced that Hernandez will be there. Um, Sue Young will be taking on Crystal Moon. Uh, Soda Pop Hendrix will be taking on Brett the Threat. Um, tickets will be available online. You probably get them at the door, but I wouldn't chance it and wait. That's combat1-uno.eventbrite.com. Um, I'll have the link to, to tickets in the, uh, in the description of this episode. So thank you to our partners and sponsors. Oh, shout out. Randy West had successful surgery on her elbow. I talked to her uh, the other day, and she's doing really good. Yeah. Uh, pain is very minimal, so um, she's going to be out for a while. She's got to build up some strength in her elbow, but she's going to take it as solo is, you know, day by day on her recovery. But shout out to, uh, to Randy. You are definitely the toughest broad in the business because that injury was – was uh, pretty bad and good news, no nerve damage. She just had to build up the strength in her in her arm and elbow. So, hats off, Randy. We love you, and um, we're so happy to see that you're doing well post surgery. Yeah, she has a picture of it up on our Facebook page. It's a freaking gnarly ass looking scar for sure. Yeah, she sent to me, and I showed Brandon, and I thought he was going to pass out and and throw up. <laughs> Oh man, <clears throat> but man, yep. Yeah. Uh, this week, past weekend, we three of us, Big Kez, Dino Mac, and myself, headed down to the old Victory Gym in Brownstown for Horace Slam Death to the Easter Bunny, and it was a pretty decent show. My favorite match, I think, the, actually, my favorite match, I think, the best match was <clears throat> probably definitely Tommy and KJ. They had a pretty good death match. I was very entertaining. Told the story. I enjoyed it a lot. Big Cash, you got a favorite from uh, over the weekend? Well, from besides that one, uh, I really did enjoy that match. Uh, I really liked. Drawing point now. I had it right there until you asked me. Now I'm gun shy. Well, I'll give you a few seconds. Uh, I was gonna say, Dave, you got one. Shout out to three of our favorites, Tony Garrix, TJ Meyer, and Chuck Stein. They yeah, talked on the good. house in a death match. It was awesome. Um, those three guys are are three of the hardest workers, and they went out there and 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 they did deathmatch wrestling proud. Um, that's TJ's second one that he's been in, and he he definitely looks like he belongs. So oh, he won the crimson uh, mask. Of Friday, course, sure. big uh, big shout out to our homie. Chinstrap G is Kyle Barrett, and other big shout out to Xander. Both of them made their debut in Arkansas this past weekend. Um, so shout out to both of them. They went down there with Gio Bronco. I think Gio Bronco's been down in Arkansas before, but the three of them took a road trip down there and they all and they all wrestled on Saturday. So shout out to all those guys. But Chinstrap continues to do his thing, and Xander's just going to get better and better um, as long as I had a good talk with him, and he's excited for what's coming, and he's got big things. He did win his uh, match at XI, so he was the first – he'll be the first person, the first uh, rookie in, in Proving Ground for the next season. So shout-out to Xander. 
for that. It was cool to see Jason Hotch as the Easter Bunny. It was cool to see Jason Hotch as the Easter Bunny. I was going to say, I, I didn't know if Big Cass was going to say that as his favorite match. But, yeah. The as soon Easter as, Bunny as, soon as that Easter Bunny great. came out, you know, he tagged with Jeremiah in the tag match versus Briar and, and Chinstrap. You could tell. I mean, me. I could tell that, you know, he's PWE's champ. I could tell that moveset that, that it was Jason Hotch. So, so I mean, non-death match. I, was, I don't know why I drew a blank. But it was uh, for the tag team championship, DTA versus Cobra Kai's LJ Lawrence. One night only, Cobra Kai. One night only. And it was, one, man. One Max, night only, Cobra Kai. Max is, Max is amazing. Max doesn't get the credit he deserves. He was in that class where there's that those two classes where there was so much good talent coming out. You know, and he – Kind of, I don't want to say it gets overlooked, but 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 definitely doesn't get talked about as much as some of the other ones. Max is definitely. legit. Max is Max gonna is gonna be great. Yeah, MM3 retained. Yes, had another great match. Then we have a new hardcore death match, death match hardcore, death match <laughs> champion. <laughs> The DBA. DBA, yeah. He, he <laughs> won in a triple threat against Satu Jin and who was the third person in that match now? Sean Tyler. It yes. was Sean Tyler, yes. Sean Tyler. Let's That's why it threw me off. Yeah, Sean Tyler in a death match. That was pretty crazy to see. Right. It was pretty impressive. He held his own up against Satu and DBA at that. Yeah, he's excited for that one for sure. I talked to him beforehand. He's excited and can't deny Remington Roar and, and Shay Mercer tore the fucking ceiling down. They literally, literally tore, tore, the the ceiling, ceiling. tore the house down. Literally tore, tore it down. Yeah, they're they're going to be doing a benefit show to save the Victory Gym. <laughs> now you need yeah. to, on top of saving the Victory Gym, we need to replace the uh, the the uh, the ceiling that they destroyed. But it was the you know. Uh, Benefit show for Piss Jug Mike. Yeah. I did some 50-50 raffles. Uh, Chuck wore a white Piss Jug shirt, raffled off tickets, and the winner got to keep the shirt, and then the money went to it's Mike's family. family. Always a good time seeing Atlas. Yeah, Atlas and James yeah. had a really great match, yeah. too. Yeah, Briar, you know, Briar does good stuff. He, you can't deny what Briar does. He's good at what he does. He, he's he's good at being hated. He's good about, you know, getting that heat from the crowd. Um, yeah, well, all in all, it's a pretty good show. Yeah. Jason Hotch. So the Easter Bunny came out a couple times. Well, he was the Easter Bunny for the tag match. He was the Easter I Bunny for the tag don't match. don't believe he was the Easter Bunny in the death match. He... He revealed himself because Notorious Big Murph came out to the ring at the end of that tag match and kind of was trying to pick on the Easter Bunny. And the, the Easter Bunny came in. They had an impromptu match. And then it was revealed that at that time, yeah. in the first half of the show, that the Easter Bunny was, in fact, top-notch Jason Hotch. 
But when the Easter Bunny came back out and put the syringe through Chuck's uh, cheek, I, d- I don't believe that was Jason Hodge. I don't think so either. Nothing against Hodge, but, you know, we've never seen him in a death match or use syringes. Yeah, so. he's never been in a death match, so I don't think his first one was – I don't know, KJ – had a good showing in his first one. It, you know, it was really impressive. That means he was the real Easter Bunny. You can't, you can't hurt the money maker, man. The face is the money maker. Right. Jason Hotch knows that. <laughs> but, but yeah, KJ had a good showing in his first death match. Um, he's official, official, like yeah, full, the, full fledged DTA. Full fledged he, DTA. He, he got, the, he got the blessing of all of them after the match from Adam and Tommy and Aaron. So. I mean, you didn't think he was going to the way uh, Tommy wasn't even going to fight him. Yeah. He said he, didn't he said it wasn't in his league. Which, you really can't argue that statement. KJ, never been, at that point, never been in a death match. Tommy, yeah, that's literally, that's literally the top of the mountain versus the bottom of the mountain, being KJ's first death match. Like, but think I'm about it KJ's smart. Tommy's all over the place. I will tell you, KJ's smart because he, he he knew what would push Tommy's buttons. What, you want to leave this ring and let Aaron call you a pussy? And yeah, that was it. fucking great. So, yeah, they, they did a great job. Um, don't know how much more how frequent we're going to see KJ do death matches, but I, I wouldn't I mind to see. I wouldn't mind seeing more of it. Yeah. I would not mind seeing more for sure. Definitely want to see TJ Meyer do more death matches. Yes. Because for his second one, I mean, him and Schwartz, he had a good one their first time out, but he, he, he put it in a different gear. Oh, yeah, he time. took it up a notch this last one for sure. So... That's anybody all I got for Horace Lamb. I was going to say, anybody have any last words before we wrap this episode up? All right. Thanks again, Solo, for coming on. We appreciate it. Peace. We out.